Hi, and welcome to the first edition of Mix and Match Radio, where we actually have the full cast around. I've got Braden Moreno on my right and Mohamed Rashraf on my left. We are going to start this off by kind of introducing ourselves and going around the table, explaining how we know each other, and then we're going to move into what may be the biggest national crisis we have seen in the year 2019. Starting with Braden and I, would you like to tell them how we met? Uh, so, I'm Braden. Cole and I met while playing Fortnite. Fortnite is a... Uh, What's that? A, uh, I, was, I was actually going to explain. Thank you. So, uh, Fortnite was and kind of still is pretty big game nationally. Possibly, arguably, one of the probably maybe the biggest game ever to exist in the world. Are you sure people know about this game? I'm not quite sure. It's kind of like a billion dollar industry just in itself. Um, anyway, is it bigger than Minecraft? See, that's that's where the arguing gets into. Okay. Because I'm not too sure. Fair enough. Anyways, tell us some stuff about yourself, Braden. What is it that you do? Ooh, I am a, uh, I'm a waiter at this place called La Hacienda Ranch Colleyville. We don't have any free advertisements. Continue. I was going to go on about the restaurant, say how like, it's a pretty nice restaurant, but you know, no free advertisements, so I'm going to chill out with that. Uh, <laughs> what do you do? What are you What are you going to major in? What's your What's your uh, life plan? I'm, I'm Why do we have you on? I'm in culinary arts school. Drive to uh, I don't drive to. I drive to a train station to take a train to downtown Dallas every day. Uh, at what time for, do you do this? Oh man, I get up at around four thirty a.m. Uh, to get on a train at five fifteen. What to, kind of What kind of people do you meet on that train? What kind of people do you meet on that train? I try to stay away from as many people as possible. On that train, really? Yes. I feel like Why you're half it? awake on that train too? Yeah, everybody's kind of like asleep and dazed. Like it's it's like kind of <coughs> like a zombie train. Everybody doesn't really want to talk. They're all just tired, trying to wake up in the morning and having to. Every anybody who has to take a train that early in the morning just is dreading every single morning. They don't want to talk to anybody. Everybody's just. And everybody Quiet, keep it to themselves keep, type thing. Keep to themselves. Everybody's at least two to three seats away. Like it's a two seat maximum for you to be able to sit close to anybody. If you sit in a seat, one seat away from somebody, you're, there's just something wrong with you on, on a 5 a.m. Is it crowded at all or is it a pretty open It's not train? like there's, there's more people than I thought there would be at 5 a.m. <laughs> but like it's also a big city and it's one of the only trains going through like the HEV area. So... Like, there's more people than I thought, but it's still, it's not crowded whatsoever. The the 12 o'clock train I take home, coming home at Much noon, more crowded? It's, it's more crowded, but you can still get a nice seat, about two, maybe three seats away from people if you're lucky. Okay. But, I mean, there's also two stories to the train, which is pretty cool, so that helps out as well. Opens like, there's up a lot space of seats a bit. In it. Yeah. All right, to our next host, Muhammad, tell us about yourself. How did we meet? What's our story? So... It was a temperate summer eve. Um, it was about 110 degrees. Seems um, accurate. I met Cole at a job we both worked at a water park. No free advertising. In the area that is quite popular. Um, and I don't specifically remember our first encounter. I think it was just because I knew some people and we had mutual friends and then i guess oh wait no 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 no! i do remember 
I met you at lifeguard training and you heard me yelling when I would do like our CPR training because we had to act as if like it was a real life scenario whenever um, we were reenacting um, our CPR. And so there's a portion of CPR where you grab the AED, which is an automatic external defibrillator, if I remember that correctly. Um, Say defibrillator again for me. Defibrillator. The de- the defibrillator. <laughs> is that not how you say it? Is it? A de- <laughs> you know, I'm not even. I really worry don't about know. It. I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, that could be the accurate saying. But you're de- supposed to repeat everything. It's that defibrillator, it says. just for defibrillator. those of you who are <laughs> I know okay, it's defibrillator. Clear. Defibrillator. Not Sorry. Def- Continue. <laughs> say that four times fast. Four right. times fast. All right. <laughs> uh, no, you got to say that that that. <laughs> <laughs> That was three times, by the <laughs> way, just for clear. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Oh, um, you're supposed to repeat what that piece of hardware says. And uh, I was screaming it. Every, I was repeating everything that it would say, but in a screaming manner. And so everyone was looking at me. Um, so that's kind of how I met Cole. And then we lifeguarded all the summer. Sounds like you were the only one who was doing it correctly. He's now my boss, if that tells you anything about how it works. I practically own Cole. Yeah, I'm a property of Muhammad to say that. That's like my bad. That's my best quality is that I'm owned by Muhammad. Yeah. Is that in your Twitter bio? Yeah. I mean, if I'm property of Muhammad, if I wasn't, if I wasn't owned by Muhammad, I wouldn't actually be doing anything like beneficial with my life. So there's that. But uh, tell us some stuff about yourself, Muhammad. What do you do? Uh, What are you into? What What are your interests? My interests, I am interested in practically everything. I don't know. I like to dabble. Everything? Yeah, everything. Okay. What's your knowledge on like the development of molasses? You know, it was first constructed by Joseph Joseph Malal. (laughs) And uh, he was the first to stick a pipe in a molasses tree. All right. So starts spouting out. Fair enough. So, what are your actual... Thanks for educating yeah. me on molasses. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's accurate information. I took an entire course last year, so I'm re- pretty Molasses pretty 101. It's the most popular course at TCC. Um, okay, go ahead and tell us what... I don't know. I like to dabble in many different areas. I like... Specifically? Um, comics, movies, sports. Um, Musica? Music, yes. I'm a very avid music lover. I'm. I, I. Everyone says that they hate country. I really don't mind it. I. I haven't really. Thank you. Like, I'm willing to listen to it. You know. Cole wouldn't say the same. Oh no, I absolutely wouldn't say the same. <laughs> and See, I have a special place in country music in my heart. You know, it's like it's way deep down there, and they say you have to find a lot of energy within yourself to hate something. So. Some people probably like country, and they just like it casually. I hate it with a passion. I feel like millions of people like country, but you're just not in that million. Yeah, but there's like 7.4 billion people in the world. Not, not I'm only. I'm pretty sure people in Uruguay are bumping. Uruguay are, are bumping, bumping to Brad Paisley or whatever. <laughs> Bro, Uruguay. Uruguay's, Uruguay's, Uruguay's number Johnson. one song has been Low Places it, for 40 years don't, now. Don't pretend like any of us actually know what that song is. I don't. Garth Brooks? Garth oh, Brooks. Well, That's a real name. In we're gonna get copyrighted. We're gonna get uh, copyrighted you know for your lyrics. You're, I'm gonna get copyrighted for singing. Yeah, that's how radios work. Is that actually how it works? No, I have no idea. To be honest, <laughs> if, I, do I. If, if anybody at Spotify is listening to this, I'm sorry if I'm making your legal teams go through some trouble. But 
Um, I'm not playing any music, and Braden's voice is hardly considered, you know, talented. So I'm well, sure everything's right. going to be okay. I think you have a beautiful voice. Thank you so much, Mohammed. I appreciate it. It's that. good somebody thinks you have a beautiful voice. You know, I, I'm glad. I'm glad you 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 admit that you like country music. It makes me feel good. I never said but, I liked it. Oh, you you I don't said mind? I'll listen it, to it, and you'll listen to it. Yeah. What I can't and I don't even know how to feel about is your dislike for AJR. That that is a pretty interesting. That's I don't know how you can. Right. How can you right. like? Uh, yeah. How are you okay with country music? Put Muhammad on the spot. Don't here. like AJR. They sound very generic to me. And country music isn't generic. No, it is. They have like country music is like templated music. Yeah. Is they like check off boxes for how many dead dogs and tractors <laughs> they write about each song. As long as they hit that quota, they're they're top of the charts. It's like personally, their sound doesn't really resonate with me like it does for other people. I, I'm not a fan. No, yeah. I mean, you, it's, I understand not being a fan, but can't call them generic. If, if, if you were a tuning fork and AJR was playing their music, you wouldn't vibrate. It wouldn't resonate with you. <laughs> if you were a tuning fork... Tuning force to resonate. No, I, like, I get what you're yeah, saying. You what made you think <laughs> I don't of know that? They, they all resonate at different frequencies, you know? And uh, Braden, the music major. He, he just doesn't resonate with AJR. And I, I guess understand that because all tuning forks are, well, not all tuning forks are different, you know? He also takes a train to Bass Hall before the train to culinary school. He's a chef and a musician. Why wouldn't I go to Bass Hall? Place is lit. Ladies, he knows music and he can cook. So, hit me up. I'm single. Please. Okay, we're and not going to advertise that. Like I said, no free advertising. You're going to have to pay for that spot. Can't advertise yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mix and Match Radio, brought to you by Braden's Dating Ads. Braden's Dating Ads? You have multiple? I can have multiple. Not on this show. <laughs> no free <laughs> advertising. Anyways, um, kind of transitioning to what will be our first topic of the evening. This, like I said earlier, there is a you know a ridiculous tragedy going on in the American market right now. People, students everywhere are dying. It's, I mean, there's the student loan crisis, and that's bad. But we never thought it would get this bad. They've officially run out of white claws. What? Yes, you heard me correct. White claws are running out nationwide. They do not have enough to fund. The sorority girl lifestyle. What are we supposed to do? I don't know. I mean, does anybody, has anybody talked to their local Zeta Tau Alpha? Or How am I ever going to get laid again? Not, I, I hope it's not <laughs> using White Claws in either situation. But, um, so what are, you're telling me I just have to drink a LaCroix? I, I think that may be our only option. Do I have to switch to Truly? As much as I hate to to say it, I think that may be the option. White Claw, they said they've got their best teams working on it, but that's at White Claw. I don't know who works for White Claw, but I can't imagine that it's that great of a team. Do you think White Claw actually works for somebody else? Like who, Disney? As, uh, Disney probably owns Disney, White Claw. Do we Disney have any confirmation that they don't? Or uh, White Claw's owned by or Amazon. By you, think, you think White Claw's owned by Amazon? Freaking Jeff Bezos Jeff did it Bezos again. Jeff Bezos produced White Claws to, eh, I mean... Not unlikely. Then again, I think if Amazon owned White Claws, they probably wouldn't run out. All right, so here's my question to the both of you on this: what What is the most like handicapped thing that if they took it away from college students, they couldn't survive? And this is outside of like your generic like water, food, oh, money. I I have Wi-Fi. the answer. 
Okay. Yeah, I was, I was the internet. <laughs> Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, Wi-Fi. I mean, keeps you away from having yeah. the internet, but it's the same I, general thing. Yeah, yeah, there's not a single college student out there that doesn't rely on the internet on everything they do in oh, college. Yeah. And you think that they're that's the number one thing is? I, I would say that's the like. No, I, I agree. I agree. But yeah, what, most assignments are water. Like, you can't see what you're gonna have to do for class without checking. Yeah, exactly. The everything's on. Board. Yeah, everything's online nowadays with your classes. Yeah. All, most of your homework's on, like, I, all, most of my, so even in culinary school, I have a couple. <laughs> even, in, <laughs> even in culinary school. I have a couple, like, lecture classes, and everything's online. The quizzes are online, tests are online, and homework's online. So but just out of curiosity, have you had a lecture related to, like, Linguini yet or anything like that? No, no, lect- no Linguini lectures. But, That's fun uh, to say, Linguini lectures. I sat through a, <laughs> a three-hour lecture on parasites and, uh, pathogens that sounds useful though parasites and like, pathogens that sounds actually beneficial yeah i'm sure you learned i mean something. it was quite it was quite interesting I, I learned the symptoms of different stuff so if you ever get food poisoning i might be able to tell you what you got it from you're a food doctor i'm a food doctor exactly i, I can't disagree i mean <laughs> you procure food to serve it to people so you know i mean yeah next time you go out to eat and you're just not feeling right let's call hit, you call me health inspector you know. slash musician slash chef yes sir wait me where did, where did musician come do you uh, not remember hall? all the bass hall <laughs> tuning fork stuff do you think you could use a tuning fork as like a food utensil by the way Ooh. you know uh is that a two-way instrument you could, like plug it into like those cake mixers you know and it'll just start spinning <laughs> <laughs> use it as a, a paddle yeah that's what we call a paddle um you could use it as a uh, a carving fork it's kind of in the shape of a carving fork. Is it you know? like the one, the one that you cut turkey dinner with? You hold, you okay. stab it with the carving fork, and then you cut it and carve it with the knife. Okay. Yeah. Learn something new could, every day, uh, I guess. Yeah, you just gotta sharpen it up a little bit, I guess. Interesting. Do they give you a class on sharpening your tools? No. There's no classes. They actually like <laughs> there haven't been any lessons on sharpening tools. They just kind of expect you to know it, and I feel like it's quite dangerous for probably three quarters of the the other people in my class because as a no i'm not even gonna get into that I, it's just <laughs> they, they might they might have to do some some knife sharpening training later on but i looked at the the syllabus for the class and there's like scheduled to have a like knife sharpness test so like my chef's gonna come around and check the sharpness of all our knives just to make sure we're doing everything right. That's so funny. Oh, you yeah, check the, the sharpness to all of your knives. Yeah, like, how is that going to work? Judge that? <laughs> what do you mean? How do you judge? You cut. You cut stuff. Yeah, but I feel like I don't think everybody needs the exact same sharpness to be effective with a knife, though. No, you. No, I'm not saying the exact. Isn't that like same kind of like a personal preference type thing, though? No, no. Like have the sharper the better on a what knife. I like to cut my chicken with a very dull knife. Yeah, you, like what if you want to put an extra elbow grease to get your job done? You're like you really want to work hard. You want to feel work. Ac- yeah. You want to feel accomplished when you're done with that chicken. You know what? I mean, if if you really want to feel accomplished, use a butter knife to, <laughs> to, to, to carve it to, to carve a chicken. Yeah, mom, look, I'm carving the turkey with a spoon this year. But but yes, ge- in general, you want as sharp a knife as possible. And if you were to have a dull knife, your your cuts aren't going to look as good. They're not going to. You're not going to be able to go as fast. So, in order for you to be successful in the culinary industry you got to know how to sharpen a knife and keep your knife sharp 
So being a person in the lifeguarding industry, we have things like this too. Like, okay, so if you want to be like the best lifeguard out there, you can ask Muhammad. You got to have a great whistle. Oh. Like. I. It's also kind of sad just hearing like a pathetic, like very low whistle whenever there's like, especially a bunch of people in the area and Mm -hmm. you're trying to close down the pool and you just hear a very faint blow and Something everyone's that wondering did, what was that. Like the kind of whistle that probably wouldn't resonate with the, all <laughs> of the people resonate in the with pool. the tuning fork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, every, everybody, just everybody base resonates all, differently. All sounds off of what it would sound like with, to a tuning fork. I think you can officially reference or uh, use a tuning fork to describe anything analogy. in life. Yeah, it's the perfect analogy. We just found the perfect analogy for life. I feel like there's a lot of people that will disagree with that. Well, how like everybody's different. Everybody, uh, it's well. If everybody's different, then there's nothing that's like. Is that perf- tuning fork like symmetrical? Yes. I don't think that's different. But each tuning fork is different from the next. How so? One tuning fork resonates at different frequencies than the than the other one. Frequencies. Frequencies. Love that language. Anyways, but uh, so now that we are somewhat off of the white claw topic and how that relates to tuning forks, I guess. <laughs> We're going to relate this to a large scale outside of electricity, outside of food, water, any big item. What is the one specific item that you could not live without? And this is not like electronics. I'm not talking about your phone. I'm not talking about your TV. I'm talking about just like a honestly kind of like kind of like a run of the mill thing like salt or something. Like what's one thing that you couldn't live without? That's not an obvious choice. I'm going to make you think a little bit. Low key. Probably sriracha. 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 Dude. It doesn't have to be food related, but I understand. Yeah, but I I can put sriracha on anything, man. If I did not have sriracha, cereal. There are many ratatouille. Dude, my frosted flakes go hard with some sriracha. <laughs> sriracha. Could it could not live without it. It it's a pretty universal condiment for me. And do you put it on everything? I, I can. You can. And but there are you many don't. times where it's not present and I need it there for my food to taste better. Okay. Like, fish sticks and sriracha, pretty good. Really? Yeah. I don't need a whole lot of fish sticks anymore. I, I cannot tell you the last time I ate fish sticks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had them last week with some sriracha, and it's pretty freaking good. Fish sticks and go. sriracha. Yeah. What a combination. You know, Colt, you mentioned salt, and that could very well be it for me. Like, if we're not talking electronics, like, wa- like it of course, you can't live without like, water. You could say, like, Netflix or something. Like, it... See, I could live without Netflix. It's electronic, though. I really well, could. Well, no. Or okay. just like streaming services. I'm not talking in about like devices. Yeah. Like, I'm talking. Yeah. yeah, so like you could do. You could say like YouTube or Netflix. Like specifically YouTube or Netflix. And like you. We'll but, say, but you have Hulu and HBO. We'll or, say all streaming, streaming services. services in general. See, I'm saying I could live without streaming services. So you think. And that's inclusive of YouTube? Yes. You think you could live without any content? I agree. Consumption it's, at all? That's like not. See, I am way, I am content. way too standard American. I can still watch the news. Yeah, yeah. I, I spend like hours a day. Just I could read a book. At, you could. Read. <laughs> I want to start reading again, man. Dude, Brayden, you, Brayden, you saying you have the attention span to read a book? Maybe I'll just cook more. You're I'll read mo- cookbooks. cookbooks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, salt. That's that's definitely gonna be my number one. It's just your number one. I you literally put it on all your food. I'll, I will eat salt yeah, with like fruit sometimes. Salt. Dude, putting salt on even uh, even like fruit 
makes it taste better. Salt I, on watermelon? Fire. I've never tried that. Fire. Salt on watermelon? Yeah, that sounds good. Straight fire. Watermelon like in general is just fire. Like, have you ever had tahini on fruit? Yeah. It's like, it's like the same thing. Like, okay. tahini's like, it's a, it's a mm. seasoned salt. So it's the same thing. But literally, all, I, think like, I, I think I gotta go with, like, streaming services. Streaming services? You could not live without a streaming service? I don't think I could live with, like, without constant ability to like access content it's like youtube as bad as that sounds yeah and i mean like i know that sounds awful but like that's like saying you have no tv shows you have no like you know what i'm saying like you can never watch stranger things you can never yeah. watch you can never watch game of thrones See, never watch a bunch of different I'm stuff i'm saying i could live without streaming services but that's like that's like saying hey do you want to like move back to the 1950s that, that I'm saying that because you're basically you're saying you have live TV. <laughs> I'm so. saying that with hopefulness that I think I might be able to live. See, I don't it. have hope in myself. No, not a chance. <laughs> we're recording a podcast right now, of all things. Do you know how bland of a podcast you would have if you were like basing do yourself? You, do you know what you need to to be able to listen to a podcast? Streaming services. Streaming services. Tune into Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you are currently listening to this. But um, what if like back in the day they had podcasts? But without technology, obviously, and it was just people yelling very loud, and they were hoping that people in their proximity would listen. Could, could you and just come closer to the yelling? I guess you could say that like Socrates and Aristotle and all of them were just podcast hosts. They just like gathered, <laughs> they gathered a large group of people up, and they just tar- started telling stories that they were like, oh, "Wow, this guy knows what he's talking about." Yeah, this is like scripted. Do you th- like what? Like, I'm just trying to like envision. How do you think like, stories were told? The the early so podcasts. are all stories podcasts, yeah. Is is sure. like are books just like scribed podcasts? Yeah, they cast their voice to the people. Okay, I think that's a bit, you know, broad. Guess, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that could be said, but that's a good point though. I do like the idea that like people gathering around and telling stories back yeah. in the day, like a camp, uh, like a campfire story or whatever, is basically just a podcast. Yeah, that's interesting. Like a and I like a podcast without technology idea would we consider like spotify a streaming service or are we talking about like video it's, streaming services? i mean streaming service in general oh. see spotify you could download your music i guess i could download but my you would music. have to pay for every individual song oh, that's a lot of money <laughs> that is a lot of money i've downloaded a lot Bless of songs you. see i have not downloaded a whole lot of songs just because I got right into Spotify and didn't. I pay have for Apple YouTube. Music, Spotify, and after starting this podcast, about fourteen thousand different subscriptions per month. So, <laughs> well, see, Spotify lets you like after you get premium, you can download and exactly. on road trips. Whenever I, whenever you're in the middle of nowhere and you have no connection, you can do the same download, with Apple Music. Download songs. Yeah, Apple yeah, Music, yeah. you can I, do the same too. All, you can, okay. You all can, my fa- all my favorite playlists are downloaded. I'm saying like I haven't like bought and downloaded yeah. music like like how everybody had to do on iTunes back in the day. Like you can just pay money per month, and uh, and stream your music. Mm-hmm. Well, you, back before you had to pay for each individual album, each individual or in, each individual song. Yeah, Apple Music and Spotify didn't used to really be like popular. I mean, Spotify was pop like I think it was pretty popular before Apple Music even like debuted. Like it started with Pandora. Yeah. I guess yeah, Pandora is like a good. That's oh, actually yeah. a pretty good example. I yeah. used uh, Pandora and iHeartRadio. Yeah, you used an iHeartRadio. Oh, that just yeah. came like standard on an iPhone or iPod. Though. Exactly. Yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. It's like they kind of forced. Pandora you to is it. a good because I was listening to Pandora in like fifth grade on like school computers. Yeah. You could just like turn something on. Or yeah. uh, oh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and Pandora were the number two uh, in junior high when we got the laptops in class and and. Well, SoundCloud has always go been, ahead to listen to music. SoundCloud's in class. like a blog of music though. Yeah. It's like yeah. user generated like. 
it's not i mean i guess at that time though the users were like up and coming and the there's a bluesy verts and 21 savages of today so yeah but i mean people put like classic rock on stuff on there and stuff they like used that. to they can't yeah. anymore oh really they can't yeah because there's uh soundcloud pro is that what it's called now i have no idea i think it's soundcloud pro or whatever you have to have that to listen to like licensed music on that app that, that is true so i mean I, it that. makes sense from spotify or from sense. a soundcloud's point of view that's the only way you're gonna like make money off of anything mm-hmm. so but back mean, in the day when you wanted to listen to one specific song well back in the day SoundCloud you could look up youtube it. songs too and just play yeah, it YouTube all the time is, but mm-hmm. it's that is interesting though but I, yeah i don't think i could live without a streaming service I, I just i don't i genuinely do not believe that i could do it for i don't i definitely don't think i could do it for like a long time maybe a short period of time sure but if it was like a this is a permanent like you just no longer have this in your life i okay i'm gonna pose a different question related but different like idea if you could if it was removed from your life but you never knew it originally existed so it wasn't something that you have like learned to crave or want what at that point do you think you would like what's the one thing you think you couldn't live without at that point see at that point i would say streaming services see now that i could see because you don't know it exists and no and the only like you're not I guess you're losing out because you no, no, no. other like, people I'm do. But... I couldn't live without um, streaming services at that point because that kind of like loses my. Uh, that was sorry, that was my foot. Um, that kind of kicking the if, table. If you don't know that salt adds all this flavor to your food, and you're just used to your food tasting a certain way, do you think salt or adds maybe like flavor? Oh, it enhances flavor in all food. That's how it works. Oh, I agree. That's what. Yeah, that's what. Is that how does. salt works? That's it exactly enhances how salt flavor. Works. Yes. I mean, I guess I never really like paid attention, but yeah. eat something um, without salt, just, and then you'll be like, "Wow, this okay, needs salt." Hold on, hold flavor. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's an argument to be made there. If it enhances flavor, then why are things called salty? Why do you? Why are you like that? Taste too much. That's in like it. too salty. So like, too okay, at salt. that okay at that point, I'll tell you exactly how it is. You use salt as a uh, seasoning to enhance the flavor, and then once it gets too much, you're using it as a flavoring so that you get the salt flavor out of it. Wow. But before that. Word to the chef. Salt's just the seasoning, and it I enhances respect, the flavor. I respect yes, sir, that opinion. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was actually hey, pretty well worded. Bobby man. Flay is shaking in his boots right now. Yeah, you're coming for his <laughs> job, man. I'm trying to, man. Yeah, but, I mean, that's honestly like a fairly decent description of that, too. Wow. But, um... <laughs> Speechless about a salt analogy? I mean, really, yeah. yeah. That, that was. I mean, I just didn't expect it to like have that good of an explanation. But you Yeah, know. I mean, that's how, um, that's how they kind of taught it to us and like explain it. Because, like, potato chips, french fries, they use salt as a flavoring because you can taste the salt in them. Yeah. Okay. okay. But your day-to-day food that you're ordering from a restaurant, it all, it all has salt in it. Okay, so it's like the, the difference salt. between if the salt's not there, it tastes completely different than if the salt Honestly, is. Honestly, yes. Okay. Yes, it tastes bland. Like, that's, that's a yeah. description for it, uh, not having as much flavor, which you can get flavor from other things besides just salt. Um, like, desserts, you're not going to put salt in desserts because you get... Sugar, yeah, you I guess. can. You can, but like, like you salt, salt, like salted like caramel stuff. It's not like necessary. <clears throat> Salt's pretty necessary in most savory foods, like dishes. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree. But when it comes to desserts, you don't need <clears throat> salt in everything. It's like putting jelly on like your chicken. So is salt a seasoning, exactly. or is it like a standalone? It's a seasoning. Yeah, I guess. What so. do you mean? What do you mean a standalone? Like a standalone It's flavor? like its own thing. Yeah, because like be I, I don't think I would group it in with seasoning necessarily. I mean, like I said, I'm not a chef. But like I salt and pepper grouped oh, together, you know? Yeah, no. like salt and pepper, like, 
That I don't think I would call them seasoning. They're definitely seasoning. Because you're thinking like... What, what would you call it then? Because as a seasoning, I think about like like cayenne or something like that, you know? Yeah, like paprika. That would be, that would be a stuff. flavor. Yeah. Okay. Because you're adding that kind of kick flavor. Or so is spice, are spices flavor. flavoring? Or are spices those? are seasonings. Spices are seasonings. That They're not, all seasonings. That kind of just went against... It seasons the flavor. I'm confused. <laughs> I need to do more research seasons on... Seasons the flavor. Season. <laughs> what, about, what about flavors the season? Is that... That's a ho- that's wearing a hoodie in winter. I mean, <laughs> I, I very well could be wrong about all of this, but uh, as <laughs> so I, you're just as completely it, just your culinary teacher's listening to this, and he's just like, I did not teach him any of this. He's, he's <laughs> marking down all your grades right now. I'm sorry, Chef Mesh. <laughs> His name is Chef Mesh. Chef Mesh. Yeah. What? That is such a sick Brendan name. For, yeah. yeah. Oh. No, that is not a sick Do you name. call them Chef Mesh? Yeah, I call him Chef Mesh. That's sick. You don't call him like no. professor or What's doctor or anything. Brendan. Brendan is his first name. There is, get this, another teacher that teaches the same class but in a different hour. His name, Chef Nifong. Oh. Nifong. So like. You saying it twice did not. Knife. Fong. I still kind of like mesh more. I'm not gonna lie. Really? My you don't think a chef with the name knife in it, with like knife in his name, is like? I think that that's a Guy Fieri move, and he's not Guy Fieri. I guess so. No one will ever be him. It's true. It's hard to be. It's hard to beat Guy Fieri. You're right. You're right. Um. <laughs> but I, I feel like so knowing salt exists, feel like I probably couldn't live without it. Just because it does so much to food. But if I never knew it existed in the first place, and food is just how it is, then I, I could probably live without it. Hmm. It's an interesting idea. Whether or not you could live without salt. I mean, I guess salt, as far as foods go, is probably the most commonly used it's ingredient. In just about everything. Yeah, if it's not a... It's like a preservative, if anything. It's in this microphone. And it, yeah, and it's also used as a preservative. Uh, people use it. Well, that's what they used to use back yeah, in the day. Yeah, exactly. They, they used, used to like, preserve to, steaks to preserve and stuff. They would just pack them with salt. Before we had, you know, refrigerators. Yeah, like, for, especially ones that could move. Like, because yep. they have, like, whole freezing trucks now that they yep. transport food in. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. So, this is going to be a short episode for this edition because of time constraints we have with some of the hosts today. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um,. This is the first episode, though, that, like I said, that we have with the entire cast. So going forward, as many episodes as possible, this is the, these are the people you're going to be listening to. Um, some episodes, maybe me and Brayden or me and Muhammad or, I mean, I guess Muhammad and Brayden some days, but that's, I guess, you never know. decently unlikely. <laughs> <Just> not, <laughs> many of just in here. I mean, I'm not against it, but... Uh, but also, I think you probably have the most flexible schedule. Yeah, I'm definitely... Also, I don't have a key to your house. So. Yeah, when are we getting those, by the way? Getting keys to my house? Yes, yeah. sir. Check your back pockets. Yeah, you, oh, you know shoot. how cool that would be if it was How'd like you a... put that there? If that, if that was like a, uh, like a now you see me type. <laughs> oh, we, need, we should do a podcast on now you see me. I definitely don't think that... I mean, it's a good movie, but I don't think it's... Oh, dude, I think that's a great movie. I don't know how many people have actually seen that movie. I've seen the movie, but... I don't know how many other people There's have. a second one. It's got Woody Harrelson. It's <laughs> now got, you see me too. It's got Lex Luthor it's in got, it. It's uh, got Harry Potter. Whatever yeah. his name is. Daniel Radcliffe. One, yeah. yeah, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe is in the second one. Yeah. Anyways, but I don't want to drag this on for too long. So 
I mean, unless we have a rallying from said host, if you would like to continue. If not, it's your call. I mean, I'm fine with continuing. Then we continue. All right. Cancel out this little... Okay, we're just going to introduce a new topic now. We're going to spitball. <laughs> Does anybody have an immediate topic or are we going to cut to break? Any immediate topic? I say break. All right, we're break. cutting to break. <laughs> All right, we are back, and now we're discussing things that are of semi-importance, importance, <laughs> you know. Uh, it was announced an hour ago that Conor McGregor has re-challenged Khabib to a uh, rematch after his defeat last November, I believe. Is has Khabib funny? accepted? Uh, he has not accepted nor denied yet, but Khabib fought today, or, I mean, I guess when you're hearing this earlier today, uh, in Abu Dhabi and won. Kind of a wonky situation with that fight, too. So apparently the arena that Khabib was fighting in earlier today, uh, the air conditioning, like it was it was just being built and the air conditioning wasn't finished yet. Oof. In Abu, Abu Dhabi, Dhabi, which is, for those of you that don't know, it's like dead in the Middle East. So the there's desert. Yeah, it's like straight up no, like it's, it's 100 million degrees in there. And so they were just fighting in pure heat. <laughs> so... That that couldn't have been too much fun, but no, Conor McGregor has rechallenged Khabib, and I mean, I know you saw the first fight, Muhammad. You haven't seen it, correct? I've seen highlights. You've seen stuff. highlights. I mean, I saw the turnout. I don't. I mean, I don't think he's gonna get any better of a result than last time. It wasn't a very close fight, round one. No, like at all. Actually, it was pretty like clearly decided. If you ask me. I mean, I'm not even a fan. I agree. I don't like Khabib at all. Like, I'm, like, not a fan of the way... I mean, he's talented, and if Rocky is out there listening to this, he's going to get really mad at me for saying this. I just think he's a boring fighter. Yeah. It's the same way I feel about Floyd Mayweather. I'm sure that you could, add, like, consider them talented. I just think that their fighting style is more boring than others is. Yeah. And, I mean... What kind of a conflict do you think would ensue uh, coming at prior and post this rematch? What do you mean? Like, uh... Do you okay? Do you think it'll be between, like between trash talks and like fight? Like they 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 had fights between uh, their their trainers and sparring partners. Uh, yeah, there was like a he, up, 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 I kept like up to the fight, Khabib, right? Hmm? Kept like insulting Khabib, right? Yeah, I mean, oh, he, yeah. he came that, at I mean, the Khabib real Con- bad. Conor McGregor is the biggest smack talker in probably all of sports. He was like talking about like his religion and stuff too. Yeah, yeah he, and his mother, like mm-hmm. and his wife. He I was mean, Conor McGregor doesn't hold back. Yeah. He was definitely in the wrong when we talk about how he trash talked Khabib that entire like saga and, and yes because that, it was part of that's it, part of martial arts and, and sure boxing. it's part of the game but I mean there's Up a there's a lines that you can't cross you know yes. what I'm saying like you don't talk about someone's religion you don't you definitely don't talk about their mom or their wife or whatever else also I mean marketing techniques <laughs> well yeah I guess people reeled in how exactly. much how much of it was real we'll never know but yeah. instead nonetheless it's not not acceptable we're just gonna view this of course we're gonna look at this all like it's Authentic. Yeah. Nothing has been scripted or anything like that. But Be- between uh, call, like saying something about his mom and throwing a a, a like chair a, through a the chair, window. I mean, he got charged by the police, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, police br- the police brought him times. in, and he went to court about it. So <laughs> yes. I mean, if it was scripted, I mean, they were really committed to the. Bit. And then Khabib <laughs> was fined a lot of money post fight. I mean, post fight that had. Uh, I think I refused that it wasn't situation. set up. Really? Because, I mean, it was bad. Like if you were watching it, he jumps into the crowd. And he starts going after McGregor's trainer at that point. Yeah, yeah. that was bad. But to That's be fair, bad. I mean, McGregor threw the first punch on that, too. McGregor, uh, 
Well, no, they were McGregor threw the first punch in the ring, I believe. Something to that line. Because I know that McGregor hit the guy that was beating up McGregor first. (laughs) Well, I thought it all started with, like, Khabib's trainer. Khabib's trainer jumped over and was, like, And started started talking. Yeah, was talking. But he wasn't, like, going after him physically. He was just smack-talking Conor McGregor. And then the uh, McGregor's trainer, like, got involved. Okay. And was talking from the crowd. And that I guess he said something that set Khabib off. And when Khabib was jumping over... uh, one of the trainers was going over with them. Or no, when Khabib was jumping over, uh, McGregor swung at Khabib and like hit him in the like, stomach or whatever, and yeah. then the trainer started going after McGregor too. Wow. So, I mean, the, the fight was decisive the first time. It was it just like a frenzy. I remember seeing that. It wasn't, oh, it was, it wasn't it was very chaos. close either, but it was really entertaining to watch. You know, yeah. I mean, if, that's, if, that, if that is the UFC just giving us a show for money, I mean, word. Yeah. <laughs> you did your job correctly. I was because... more entertained than the Floyd Mellor Pacquiao fight. Well, the Floyd Mayweather Pacquiao fight was very boring. Exactly. <laughs> Same with the McGregor Mayweather. And the fight. McGregor Mayweather fight, yeah. Any, and, I mean, no, no offense to you, money team fans out there, but Floyd Mayweather is like the least entertaining superstar ever. One hundred percent. His fighting style is just like, I mean, I have my opinions on how he fights, which I basically think that he just throws a bunch of butterfly taps and plays a point system. Which I mean, that boxing is boxing. That's how it works. But that's how he's so successful. <laughs> I mean, fifty and zero is fifty and zero, though. I mean, I can't, exactly. I can't argue with an undefeated record that high, especially. Yeah. But I mean, I just don't think he's entertaining. But that, it's, it's I, too I, I, could, around, I couldn't yeah. agree more on the entertaining part. I think yeah. uh, his fighting styles is boring as is as boring as his like public persona as well. Like just the way he like he prevent, prevents him, presents himself like publicly. You think like, it's boring and, and talks? I, you think he just like lacks I think the it's flair? Just he, he, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I think he lacks genuine flair. Like he he can. Um, he buys that much. So he, I'm just he, can, he can flex as much as he wants and, and talk as much as he wants, but I don't think like it, it's not that you don't view it as like entertaining or like. Yeah, I, I it's, it's not. It's not as like it's in your face. Al- as, like, it's Conor almost McGregor. like corny exactly. the way. He, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I can see what you're saying. Is it true that he can't read? That's a good question. I don't know. And based I, off the okay, we're gonna go ahead and say that's true. Floyd Mayweather like hit his wife, so or hit his girlfriend at the time or whatever, like almost went to jail over the whole thing. So women abusers are automatically unable to read. We're just going to go on that line. I like it. I don't know if he can't read, but if he can, sucks that everybody thinks he can't. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to get put on. Yeah, I mean, that, it, you know, I mean. It's a rumor that you don't that's know how like, to read. I don't know. If someone that's told like me I couldn't read, low. like I would be so insulted. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, I mean, how, how much does for it being take? a grown man, that is like an insult right there. Well, how, yeah, how much does it take for a person to get people to even think or be able to uh, I throw think, out the rumor that he can't read yeah. and the fact that I think he may have been in like a press release couldn't or something Couldn't even read the headlines. Like that, and he couldn't so. read something, yeah, and like. Well, with all the money he has, I'm sure people would read stuff to him all the time. He has one guy, like he, he has a guy he, on hand just every, to read stuff. Everybody like this has an entourage. One yeah. person is entourage. He is just is like a, meant he has an English major following him around. One person does vowels. The other one, <laughs> <laughs> the, one the one English major in the entire world to actually have a job. Yeah, he just <laughs> has the cast of Wheel of Fortune following him around, breaking out words. He hi- he, he like, recently hired uh, the the Jeopardy guy. What was his name? I don't know who the Jeopardy guy is. I know who, Alex who, Trebek is Je- uh, the Jet. Wait, Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune? The the guy the guy who like broke some records in Jeopardy recently. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. He got. I know. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know what his name is, but I know who you're talking about. If for those of you who don't know, there was a guy who went on Jeopardy, 
uh, two months or so back and won like almost historical amounts of money that I think it was like close to two and a half million dollars over the course of like 17 uh, weeks yeah, or something like something that. Insane. Either way, won a ton of money. That's just who he's talking about. But I think that Conor McGregor rechallenging Khabib to a fight is absurd. <laughs> absurd how? I don't think he'll win. I don't even yeah. think he'll get close, especially considering how decisive it was the first time. And I mean, <laughs> Conor McGregor's just not like really a fighter anymore. If that makes any sense, like yeah, he's more he's more like he's, a, he's, he's got a, his whiskey. Yeah, now. he's a personality, a businessman, whatever you want to call him. But he's definitely not a fighter. He which, hasn't been actively involved in the UFC in a minute. Which part of it is? Why would you? Why would if someone told me I was making hundreds of millions of dollars doing whatever else? Why would I want to get punched in the face? That's his job, though. It's, it's what he no, does. If you're already making hundreds of millions of dollars in other areas, you can you, you have no job. Oh, but the other areas are, like, supported by his... Not anymore. He's built a brand. Michael, he's bu- he's Michael Jordan brand. makes a ton of money based off of what he did. He's built a brand, but, like... I mean, it's not the same thing as Michael Jordan. It's but. not the same thing. Fight, like, uh, fighting and basketball are, like, two completely different... Like, not completely different, but quite different... Like I mean, the legacy is a legacy, Areas though. of being able to legacy brand a, yourself. Yeah, or be able to market exactly. what you're selling. So market, yeah, marketing okay. is a big part of everything in entertainment especially. But, like, Conor McGregor just not fighting anymore, it can't be good for his marketing between... His, like, I'm sure whiskey sales go up by <laughs> proper 12 whiskey... <laughs> no, no free advertisements, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, but no his whiskey sales must go up probably... Like over a hundred percent, like they probably double, triple in sales when he's coming up to a fight because people want to buy proper t- Conor McGregor's whiskey. Yeah, okay. Uh, just for a they, reference, they you can fight. say the company name. It's more of a joke. You know, I'm go. I'm going to stick to the, Not the no free that. advertising. I'm no, gonna stick okay, to. Yeah, that's fine. Well, just out of principle. Okay, speaking of the mic, sir. Yes, sir. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I'd I'd like to see him. I'd like to see Khabib accept, and I'd really like to see if uh, McGregor won. But will that happen? Pretty unlikely. It's like it's almost guaranteed he'll lose. Yeah. Especially considering that Khabib's Khabib's standing up game, which is like just like fist to fist, kick to kick type thing. When he's standing up, he's like better than average, but he's not great. But when he's on the ground, he is just unbelievable. He's like he he literally wrestles bears. He was wrestling bears at a young age. How, how are you gonna? Be, how are you gonna? Like, I'm, that's like a true story too. I think there are videos. Like, there are literally the videos of Khabib wrestling bears as like a kid. See, the second I find out anybody that I challenge to a fight Wrestle has bears. wrestled a bear, I'm backing out. No, you 100%. just got, you got to prove them wrong, man. You got to find you got to you figure wrestle, out. You wrestle bears and you're still living today. You, I'm not messing with you. You got to figure out what bear they wrestled and wrestle a bigger bear. Like, if he wrestled a black bear, you go wrestle a grizzly. I would die. <laughs> you're gonna die either way you gotta prove him wrong if you prove him wrong and you beat the grizzly bear then he's scared of you that's the only option yeah it's an intimidation factor if not you're giving in I'd rather give in oh please 300 million dollars on the line I'll wrestle a bear you can sign you can sign me up for that if anybody's if anybody out there is you willing you wrestle a bear for 300 million 300 million dollars absolutely you okay how big of a bear but that's only if you win you get the money oh, how, like how big a of a full on grizzly bear like revenant grizzly bear like revenant Revenant gri- that's not a grizzly, grizzly bear. bear in Revenant, is it? Yes, it is. I think it's a black bear. It's a grizzly bear. Are you positive? Pretty sure. Grizzly bears are pretty big. Exactly. And like, Leo was like stabbing that thing. So like, I don't, I, hey. I don't think Leo beats a grizzly bear. Love Leonardo DiCaprio. Don't think he's grizzly bear killer. Either way, um, put him in the ring. 
<laughs> put got, Leonardo DiCaprio in the ring. What if they just like got a rematch between the Bear and Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> get a <laughs> set that up. Sign me up. I'll pay whatever you want pay per view. <laughs> Brad, Brad Pitt and Bruce Lee. Yeah. Did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. Uh, the scene where Brad Pitt. Yeah. That just gold. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I heard. Uh, not heard, but like I saw that uh, Bruce Lee's daughter was like mad because of the portrayal. Yeah, I saw that of her too. dad. Uh, yeah. Bruce Lee's whole family was mm-hmm. very disappointed in the portrayal of Bruce Lee in that movie. If anybody knows anything about Quentin Tarantino, that should not be a surprise to you. It, he <laughs> exaggerate. Right. He, he like if you're watching a Tarantino movie, you're watching history through his eyes, essentially. Yeah, I mean, look yeah, at, just like something that like he really wishes could have happened. Or yeah, like, it's just oh, it's, it's a alternate. it's a mix up. That's all it is. Well, he's got a great imagination absolutely very very vulgar imagination but and yeah. vulgar but like it's so it's like it's pretty unique it's very interesting whole, though. yeah, it, yeah. it's so his perspective especially exactly. hearing him talk about his movies that's like one of the oh, really really it's entertaining like, it's movies. like almost scary sometimes listening to him talk about his movies yeah it's like I, I i guess he just has like lucid visions of these types of things where he has like an entire movie planned out and he just sets it up and because the way he talks about Inglorious Bastards is he says that he had the characters like in his head for a long yeah. time, and then he started writing the story, and he had to like rescript some of what he had already thought of because it just doesn't flow. Oh yeah, didn't he like he like scrapped the whole thing and started from? Uh, yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an I don't I don't know how people like that do that, but it's incredible. Well, he yeah. talked about how like it was one of the one of the first things that he wrote, and then he just didn't put it into a movie for a, for a while until it was perfect. I mean, fair enough. But anyways, um, yes. Or, like, had an idea of. Like, not one of the first things he wrote, but, like, it it was definitely an early idea for him. And then just putting it into perfection. Because he he doesn't settle for anything anything else either. He, does, he, He doesn't settle for anything less than perfection in his movies. I would agree. That's why most of them are very good. But, um, continuing, or not continuing, but wrapping back up this point. Yes, I would fight a bear for $300 million. Grizzly bear? No. Any other bear? Yes. Do I have to kill it to like get the money, or do no, I just, just have, have to? to, just have, you yeah, have to pin I, it. I would. Do I have to survive for just a certain amount of time? If yeah. it's like, if it's like, survive for four minutes, deal. I would expect it for three hundred million dollars. I would expect it to be a uh, death match. Death match. Yeah. What one person has to come out? See, I don't know if I can dead. do that. Do or, I have? Do I have a weapon? Not I, like a gun, but do, okay. do do I have like a knife? I would say maybe you don't have to kill the bear, but incapacitated enough for you to be able to run away for a total of like five minutes just enough to I get to away. run for five minutes yes <laughs> see that's my problem yeah. i could beat i could beat the bear the running yeah exactly the running so like, for five minutes part is what puts me out though you, you tell me to run for five minutes man i gotta i gotta have like a seasonal training going up to this fight i can i can beat the bear the five minute <laughs> run is gonna kill me that's the i'm gonna i'm gonna beat the bear and i'm gonna get so whipped. you're saying yeah. it, as you stand now you would not train to fight a bear as long as you don't have to run. I'd train to fight a bear right now. I'll fight a bear right now. Run five, run for five minutes, I'm dead. Anything but a grizzly bear. Anything but a grizzly bear. What about I'll, a polar bear? I'll beat it right now. What about a polar bear? Polar bear, it's got to get down here first. It's got to get you, down you got, here a, you got a polar bear in Texas, and I'm at, I'm at the advantage. Fort Worth Zoo. Fort Worth Zoo? I don't think the Fort Worth Zoo has I polar do, I, I know highly have polar doubt bears. They have it. penguins. I don't think they have, they have polar penguins. bears. Yeah. What's, the, uh, what's the nearest zoo that has a, that has a polar bear? I don't know, but I'm doubting they're gonna let me fight it. If that's the whole point, like, 
<laughs> that's the whole idea behind all of this. Who's who anywhere is going to let you fight a bear? Not only is going to let me fight the bear, but or going pay to you pay going to pay me three hundred million to dollars. To he just goes around asking people like, "Hey, if I fight this bear, will you give me three hundred million dollars?" I'm like a homeless person. I just hold up a cardboard sign on the street, just <laughs> saying, "Pay me. Bear. We'll fight bear for three hundred million. <laughs> I think you're going to have to sit outside of Jeff Bezos's house. In order to find anybody that would even Jeff Bezos may just have, have a bear and it just to. says okay open. Yeah. I wouldn't be have. surprised if Jeff Bezos has a bear. He wants to do a bunch of stuff. All right, well, with bears, it has a bunch of stuff with bears. <laughs> no, he just has a bunch of stuff in general. Okay. I mean, when you have like hundreds of billions of dollars, would you not have a bunch of stuff? I probably would have a lot. It's of not stuff. unlikely that he owns a bear. Starting a. Uh, a space company just to cover up his girlfriend, like cover up his girlfriend, his mistress on the side. Yeah, that's pretty much what Elon Musk does. He's, yeah. da- he's dating Grimes. I saw a Grimes music video retweeted on a timeline yesterday, and it was Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just retweeting his girlfriend's music video. <laughs> As a CEO, it's got to be so funny. Like the board of trustees on SpaceX and Tesla, has, I've always just got to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, everybody's probably in suits and he's meeting and he just walks in with a t-shirt. He's the Tony Stark of... He really is. He he really is. It's incredible. I I love how, like, similar those two are. But it's like, instead of the arrogance that, like, Tony Stark is supposed to have, it's just, like, memes. Well, now, Robbie Downer Jr. himself is getting into space exploration. He, uh... He announced the naming of the moving rock on Mars. The moving rock? Yeah, there's like there's like that's a, the name of it. There's a picture of a rock on Mars, and like it shows like a line that as if it had moved, but like so there's, the, there's, so no there's a moving rock. What did they? The, what was the, the name of the? the what rock? was the name of the rock? A Rolling Stone. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> Rolling Stones. That's could perfect. Not, yeah, the, and they, that I is mean, perfect. They, they did ask the Rolling Stones if they could call it that. If they could call okay, it that name. Okay, first of all, if somebody and in, if it someone was announced. In the, if someone in the stone says no, you can't name that new right. rock after I me. Know. <laughs> what, I don't think NASA's gonna just roll over and be like, I mean, are, do copyright laws apply to the moon? No, I. Do, I mean, that's like good. That's like. I mean, the the I name. Think about that. The rock. Where's was the very line drawn? Where's because there's like there's like no international like space. There's like, no copyright <laughs> on Jupiter. <laughs> Yeah, isn't like, there wait? Isn't there like a treaty on the the, space the international on, space on the station? Yeah, no one owns it. Yeah. Okay. The, okay. But there the are sectioned space parts of the international too. space station, okay. but no one owns the international okay. space station. What about like? Is there anything about being satellites able to claim sure, right. land on the moon? I have no idea. Do you just like Antarctica? I don't, I'm not sure. Antarctica is interesting because there's like still non like claimed parts of Antarctica. Isn't. All of it unclaimed? No, there's claimed parts of Antarctica. Really? Yeah, there's like countries that own portions of it. Oh. Like the Nazis took over, like the the only part of Antarctica that's unclaimed is only unclaimed because the Nazis had it when they were, (laughs) that's like literally what it was. What did they achieve from that? Like, good job. You guys secure some ice. They just wanted to do stuff. I don't know. I mean, maybe he wanted to make like a really big, like slushy or something and he was just going to cut off half of Antarctica. Dude, Hitler was nuts, man. I, I was watching a video earlier today. He wanted to build a stadium that held like 400,000 people, which first of all would is like that's you don't even understand how big that is. Its purpose would be to hold the Olympics for the rest of history. For all time. If you if you were to win the war, he was just going to host the Olympics. 1944, 1948, 1952 and so on and just continually host the Olympics in Berlin. 
Doesn't sound horrible. Just think of that, though. Like, you're, real, you're willing to conquer the world, fight just a plethora of wars for everlasting Olympics. You think that's his only reason? Definitely not his only reason, but the fact, <laughs> that, he, the fact that he even had it planned out. Yeah. What if, what if that was his only reason? He just got really pissed off about a stadium not looking really cool, and he was just like, you know what? I'm taking over the world. Th- I could do that better. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that better. We're going to war. Okay. Yeah, I mean, interesting idea. but Hitler theories. Yeah, Hitler theories and how Hitler may or may not have been super mad about an Olympic stadium one time, and that caused him to start the Second World War. How do y'all feel about the story that there that he was almost captured in World War II by like an American or not an American soldier, like a British soldier, I believe? That I, d- I don't know. This I'm story. not too. So there's a there's a story, and I I honestly have no idea if it's factual or not. So don't shoot me if I'm wrong. But um, there's a story that in the Second World or in the First World War, Hitler well Hitler fought in the First World War first, uh, like the first thing you need to know. And there's a battle, and. An English soldier, after the battle, there was like one or two German soldiers left standing that were like still on the field, one of which was allegedly Hitler. And then the English soldier had a gun like to him and basically just said, you can go. Because like after seeing all those people die, after seeing everybody die, and like when you're in a situation like that and you see like basically hundreds of thousands of people just perish next to you and the, the battle itself is pretty much already won, you're not gaining anything out of killing him, so he'd let him go. And then that guy turned out to you know start the second world war. <laughs> if that is okay, so we have the we have the two sides here. One is that even like possible that you could have confirmed that that's it? What did it look something like him? Yeah, I mean, is this a real story? I'm doubting you like checked his ID or anything. Yeah. But if that was Hitler, how bad do you feel? That's not that's not a cop letting somebody go and then that person robbing a Seven Eleven. That is you letting somebody go and then causing mass genocide. Then, yeah, yeah, mass, mass genocide. Genocide six. How million. bad do you feel? Also, what about the theory that it was less than six million Jews that were killed? Isn't the theory that it was like two point something million? Yeah, it was just a lot less. Like not like Nazis came out and talked about. There's no way we were even able to kill that many Jews. I agree that they may not have killed that many Jews, but did they kill that many people? I don't know. Thinking they were Jews? It's possible. It's possible. Is I think that, is that the is that what they like they killed six million million people but only two people. When you were rush ushering people into oh, yeah, death I, camps, I comple- it's impossible that you have a hundred percent accuracy. I completely uh agree that And the estimated like, number of Jews that they that that theory at least, that they estimate that two point two million Jews were killed. So that's what, thirty okay. something percent? That's like thirty eight percent of what their uh total number was. So if that's what they're thinking, then I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if four. If is, the, it, is that the argument? That's still like that's still like sixty-two percent of people that could have just been random. Yeah, I don't know if they're saying that like they didn't kill six million anybody. Like they killed they. they were the number is still ridiculous. Or high. If it's it not. It's definitely not like it's Either oh, way. it's not six million. It's actually two hundred thousand. No, the difference it's, two, it's like two and a half million, million. And two million on that theory though, which I just for the record I disagree with. I don't necessarily think that's. Yeah. I, I don't I don't I couldn't definitively say whether it's one way or the other, but I disagree that it's like a thing. But um both are still mass genocide. Yeah, but anyways, how bad do you feel? Like when you like when you wake up in twenty years and you're like, hey, that guy taking over at Europe kinda looks familiar. Where do I know him from? And then it connects, oh I could have killed him. I mean I'd probably feel like the worst person to ever exist. 
You can't be the worst person to ever exist if Hitler is actively taking over the world. Yeah, but I mean, the fact that like you were a cause of that, you know? Yeah, I mean... I feel like everyone has bad days, but that would probably be like the baddest of days for anyone. Well, it would probably be the worst day that carried on for your life. Yeah. Well, that's one of those things that I feel like you just got to shut it out, man. You've got to forget that you know him. Yeah. It, you cannot, like, if you... It never happened. No, that wasn't Hitler. Couldn't have been. There's no Couldn't way. No, I would constantly, like, no denial. Way. Yeah, I would just consider... Because if you rest with that being, you know what, I could have killed Hitler yeah. but 20 also, years yeah. before he started killing millions of people. I mean, yeah, it's not your fault that he started killing millions of people. You were you were literally giving a genuine act of mercy. It's like you could have stopped it. But you prevented it. also second-handedly led to the, mad, the world's yeah. biggest genocide. But you also have to, like respect his decision to let him go too because it well would, no like i said would, he was he was it was like a genuine act yeah. of mercy so do you think he would go back to that like i like i would feel bad maybe i would well, feel it's, bad it's, today for killing him it's the same when it probably wouldn't have done anything it's the same question Muhammad over here breaking our equipment <laughs> it's the same it's the same question as would you like would you have gone back and killed like baby hitler like baby hitler to like prevent it's like the, it's the Thanos theory from like Endgame. Would you just go back and kill baby Thanos? <laughs> Good old Rhodes. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like everyone can't would we just say go yes. back, find baby but Thanos, and you know, given this, given like you're in that room, having the chance, having the choice to do it. Do you know it's Hitler? Like then, well, like, are you going back guarantee in time? that that it is Hitler? And he's going to. Become. I wonder how many people would actually. I don't. See, I'm a big. That's a baby, but still, like realizing that's going to turn to like the most terrible thing ever i probably wouldn't feel as bad but yeah that's or like what what if you you could you could take this stance that like instead of you could nurture him into someone yeah better. yeah it's yeah exactly that's exactly what i was gonna get at like, so, like i would feel bad could... for killing him as a baby when he hasn't even experienced the exactly. things that brought him to become a mass murderer well yeah, there's like yet. a lot of different things and i feel I mean, exactly, and like, but if, if you the know, history of Hitler is actually kind of interesting, I, I he like got rejected from art school. Decided to like, he got like reject. I'm his story is something like he, he kept he like he was like from the time he was in like elementary school, he was already like he was a bad kid. He was like consistently kicked out of class and he got in fights and stuff like that. And then he, but he was like always artistic, kind of like a almost like a goth type person. I mean, I don't, I'm not like, you know, like first e boy. But he had that like gothic type and like uh, like stereotype, and he was like an artsy kid. And he uh, applied to go to art school, and they denied him. And then he I became he became a he became a raging socialist, like a raging socialist. And seems about right. And uh, he. I can't remember exactly when it happened, but he became a socialist. First World War happened. First World War, he believed that basically, if I he was the socialist would preach peace from what I from what I gather that they preached peace, and he was at that point, he was like, we don't need peace. We need super heavy. We need to like fight for our nation. We need na- national pride, and he became like a really hard. The, the socialists were like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. So he was like, okay. And then he became a, like, a really heavy nationalist, which is what kind of turned into his like, fascism type and like, obsession with making Germany uh. the best of everything. And he then 
went like he that's how he founded the nazi party and just there's a whole bunch of other stuff but yeah his his childhood and like his upbringing is all based off of people just being like yeah <laughs> this kid seems a little weird <laughs> like like just it's got to be so weird like looking back in history thinking about what could have prevented certain things but also like there's but you, I'm, I'm, you a, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in the butterfly effect and how literally okay, like Travis Scott. Hey, great song by the way. Continue. How literally anything uh being different than how it was like presently in the past um would change so much. Like especially something as much as freaking World War 2 and mass murder and the Nazis and all that and Hitler. Like nothing nothing would be the same. Right, okay, so you're saying that like so I'm, more like, than one one event led to. I'm saying I wouldn't exist. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not not an awful argument, but yeah. no, um, it's just it's really interesting to like go back through like historical like progression and see what could be yeah, different. But also, what like, what could have turned things yeah. different? Like, what, so if that. Say say he got into art school. Does he still become a raging socialist? Does he uh-huh. still does that? He just lead? expresses himself in his work. In no, his art. <laughs> like seriously, he becomes though, like, the darkest artist known to he, man. Does he become invested in something else? Does he like? Does he just change? Does it, like something like keep him from becoming what he was? So I mean, it's just really interesting. I don't think it's necessarily the same as like you could have killed him and you didn't. But yeah. I, I think it's more of like. What could have happened? What little things build up to something like that? I'm not. I'm definitely not like uh, downplaying what Hitler did, by the way. Yeah. Just to get that across, but just as like from a historical perspective, it's really interesting to see what mm-hmm. events led to certain things, and had something changed along the way, would it have changed the greater outcome? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting. But as far as this podcast goes, this episode one of the first cast, the full cast. Uh, we're about an hour and one minute into this little production that we've had tonight. Uh, this is kind of what it's going to be like going forward. A lot of different topics being thrown around in a lot of different directions. We are open to suggestions as to what you want us to talk more about, maybe what you want us to not talk about. Yes. And stuff in that area. We will try to keep it as organized as possible. And the news we talk about we will try to make it make sure it's uh current current yeah for the most part we may dedicate certain episodes to different things but i we appreciate you listening here and we're glad that you're starting with us from the beginning of this little journey that we're going on so as both of my co-hosts are here i would like to say thank you for joining me in this direct but Listen in, and we should be uploading twice a week at the minimum, maybe more some weeks. But thank you for tuning in. Catch us next time on Mix and Match Radio.